The following is a special edition of Modern Notebook from June 7th, 2020, that's been reformatted for on-demand streaming at WSMR.org. Some of the pieces that originally aired in this episode have been excluded from the streaming version due to licensing restrictions. I've included links to those pieces so you can still listen to them on our show notes page for this episode. I'm Tyler Klein, and this is a special edition of Modern Notebook. Of course, concerts and performances are still not happening, and for the time being, it doesn't seem like we'll be able to make music in person anytime soon. So, for the next two hours, I'll once again be sharing 23 different pieces by living composers whose livelihoods and creative work has been disrupted due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And as I did a couple months ago, I'll share ways that you can support these artists directly and support the music of living composers more generally at this time. Kicking off the show tonight is a solo cello work by composer Nicholas Allen Yandel. Yandel is a Portland, Oregon-based composer who specializes in composing contemporary classical concert works, film scores, post-rock, and electronic music. His creative aim is to capture the joys, challenges, and anxieties of the 21st century in music that you feel, that makes you think, and something you'll enjoy, too. Composed in 2014, this is the second in a set of three works for unaccompanied cello. This piece is about finding a microcosm of peace amidst a uh, time of worry and struggle. This is cellist Micah Claffey performing Nicholas Yandel's Song of Solace.
Nicholas Yandel's Song of Solace, a performance by cellist Micah Claffey. You can listen to more of Yandel's music on his website. That's nicholasyandel.com. This is a special marathon edition of Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9, streaming at WSMR.org. Coming up in just a bit, music for piano and electronics by Liam Carey called Nothing New, and a piece titled Lure by Connor Simmons for vocalist and ensemble. This next piece is a vocal trio by English composer Donna McEvitt uh, called Translucence. McEvitt's output spans from classical to electronica, and her music is used in film, contemporary dance, and the concert hall. This work is a setting of poetry by Derek Jarman uh, from the song cycle Translucence. It's performed by Melanie Poppenheim, Kelly McCusker, and the composer herself, Donna McEvitt.
Translucence by Donna McKevitt. That was a vocal trio of Melanie Poppenheim, Kelly McCusker, and the composer herself. You can listen to more of McKevitt's music and read more about her on her site, donnamckevitt.org. I'm Tyler Klein, and you're listening to Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR, a special edition of the show highlighting music by living composers whose work has been disrupted by the COVID-19 pandemic. You can also visit us online at WSMR.org. Check out the post for tonight's show, and you'll find ways that you can support musicians and composers at this time. Well, Liam Carey is a composer based in Liverpool who writes pieces for live instruments, electronics, and video. He comes from a varied musical background and always enjoys incorporating different styles in his music. His work, Nothing New, is a two-part canon for piano and a delay pedal, which is intended to explore the gestalt effect of perceptual fusion. Uh, The two parts, although identical, sometimes fuse together and other times separate and work against one another. And it can also be played by two pianos The composer says, where's the fun in that? This is composer Liam Carey performing his own piece, Nothing New, here on Modern Notebook. Thank you. 
Nothing New, Music for Piano and Delay Pedal by Liam Carey. That performance was by the composer himself. And you can check out more of Carey's music by visiting his website, liamcarey.co.uk. This is a Modern Notebook Marathon on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9. Find out ways you can support the artists featured on tonight's program and beyond on our website, wsmr.org. Connor Simmons is a composer and double bassist currently studying at the University of North Texas. His music is diverse, but overall uh, addresses post-modernist and post-minimalist ideas. Lure is the first piece in a cycle that uh, the composer is currently writing for female voice, string quartet, and electronics. The cycle, and this song in particular, explores a continuum of connection and disconnection from the natural world around uh, himself and around everyone else. It's a work that sets this text. The light of day left, and as it went, a plane rose up to the right like a lure in the Gulf of Mexico. A flock of birds headed north for the trees. I stood in place incidentally connected to the concrete beneath me. This is Lure by Connor Simmons featuring vocalist Samantha Segru, violinist Victoria Klonig, violist Nathaniel Martin, cellist Mark Rodriguez, and Con- Connor Simmons, the composer, running the electronics portion of the work.
Lure by Connor Simmons, performed by vocalist Samantha Sagru, violinist Victoria Klonig, violist Nathaniel Martin, and cellist Mark Rodriguez with an electronics part performed by the composer, Connor Simmons. Uh, And you can find out more about the composer and listen to more of his music at connorsimmons.com. You're listening to Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR. I'm your host, Tyler Klein. This next work features Andrew Hostler, a saxophonist who champions new music, having commissioned over 70 pieces. He's also performed across the world, including at the Cortona Sessions, World Saxophone Congress, and North American Saxophone Alliance. He shared these notes about the next work from composer Zachary McDonald. Uh, McDonald says, The idea for this piece came to me during a period of time where I was alone in my home and unable to leave. On one hand, being alone can be quite relaxing and calming. Alternatively, forced isolation can make one feel claustrophobic and anxious. Over the course of more than 24 hours, one might bounce between these two emotions several times. By the way, these notes in this work is from 2017 and not from uh, the age of COVID. This is tenor saxophonist Andrew Hostler performing Zachary McDonald's poem number two. Thank you. 
Zachary McDonald's poem number two, performed by tenor saxophonist Andrew Hostler. Hostler has released an EP of music written, web premiered, or performed online during the 2020 COVID-19 pandemic. Proceeds from the CP will be donated to the World Health Organization's COVID-19 Response Fund. And you can listen and uh, purchase that EP at andrewhostler.bandcamp.com slash releases. This is Modern Notebook. I'm Tyler Klein. Music for multi-tracked double bass by Scott Worthington coming up shortly, as well as music by Mavis McNeil, Heather Stebbins, and Eric Barganier. Uh, do stay with us for all of that. Uh, first, though, music by Yaz Lancaster for solo violin that was uh, basically born out of being in quarantine. Lancaster is a performer, composer, and poet who is primarily interested in the performance of new, contemporary, and underperformed works, collaboration, and the representation of of, uh, minorities in the arts. Lancaster's work can be described as concentrated and empirical, as it almost always illuminates, reckons with, and or pilots a specific influence like natural phenomena, poetry, and identity politics. Lancaster says their piece 2178 was written recently as part of an ongoing series of miniatures that they've been doing while in quarantine that are inspired by reading and learning about new uh, quote-unquote fun facts. Uh, Some of the other pieces are about mushroom fairy rings, medieval morning stars, and the formation of pearls. Uh, This piece was inspired by the orbit of Pluto, which takes 248 years to complete, a full trip around the sun, and uh, the next time it will finish its trip will be in the year 2178. It is a text piece that directs the performer to start somewhere and take a distant journey before settling back where they began. This is 2178 by Yaz Lancaster, performed by violinist Connie Lee.
Violinist Connie Lee performing Yaz Lancaster's work 2178, a short improv- uh, improvisational work that instructs the performer to take a distant journey before settling back where they began. You can check out more of Lancaster's music at yaz-lancaster.com or on Instagram at yeehawyaz. I'm Tyler Klein, and this is Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9, a special edition of the show highlighting the work of artists whose livelihoods have been disrupted due to the COVID-19 pandemic. If you've missed some of the show so far tonight, uh, I will have an on-demand stream up sometime uh, this coming week that you can check out on our website, WSMR.org. The show continues in just a moment. Here's a little taste of what you'll hear on The Zest. I have a jerk spice grilled corn with coconut confetti. Yum. The Zest is WUSF's podcast that's all about food. You actually had a relationship between cigar factories and restaurants that were, that were close by. And you had uh, what were called cafeteros who would come with cafe con leche and they would bring just large pots of it to the factory and they would pour cups of coffee during people's work day so they could keep going. Maybe you'll hear about a restaurant you want to try or a dish you just have to make. What I especially love are these edible flowers that they grow. So we'll take those flowers from them and we'll kind of pick off all of the petals. We'll pulse them in a food processor with some granulated sugar. And then we'll use that to sweeten the pie. And we'll also put little petals of flowers in the crumble topping. To listen and subscribe, visit thezestpodcast.com. I'm Tyler Klein. This is Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR. Glad to have you with us tonight. Uh, Mavis McNeil is a composer and soprano based in New York City, originally from Vermont. Her compositions combine moments of lyricism with spare open harmonic language and subtle timbral shifts and have been performed across the United States and internationally. Her piece Trace was written at the Charlotte New Music Festival in 2016 and is inspired by two David Bowie songs, snippets of which may be heard throughout the piece. This recording from a reading with members of the Bayo String Quartet, Trace by Mavis McNeil. Thank you. 
Trace by Mavis McNeil, a recording from a reading session of the piece by members of the Bayo String Quartet. And you can check out more of McNeil's music on her site. That's MavisMcNeil.com. This is Modern Notebook. I'm Tyler Klein, and on our website, I've highlighted some organizations who are providing emergency funds to artists at this time that you can donate to. This includes Artly World Nonprofit, and their message is this. Imagine losing your main source of income with no warning and one swift blow, left with bills to pay, a family to support, and inability to afford critical necessities such as food, medicine, and utilities. With arts events, concerts, and productions being canceled in cities across the nation, this is the reality that many artists, musicians, and performers are facing. Artly World Nonprofit is helping, and you can read more and donate at artlyworld.org, and I've got that on our site, wsmr.org, along with uh, a handful of other organizations helping artists at this time. Scott Worthington is a double bassist and composer based in Los Angeles. He has released three albums to critical acclaim as a performer-composer, including his 2015 album Prism, named one of the New Yorker's top ten classical albums of the year. For his, for his piece Quintet, after Feldman, performers freely play their individual parts without synchronization, forming a slowly shifting sonic cloud, and each performance is unique. This is Scott Worthington performing his own work, Quintet, after Feldman, here on Modern Notebook.
Quintet After Feldman, music composed and performed by Scott Worthington. Check out more of Worthington's music and album releases at scottworthington.bandcamp.com. This is a special edition of Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9. Coming up in the next hour of the show, music for solo clarinet by Korean composer Yehun Shin, work for solo viola by Julio Elvin Quinones, and a moment from Kamala Sankaram's opera Looking at You. Well, Heather Stebbins is a composer of acoustic and electroacoustic works with a background as a cellist. New York City-based new music chamber group Loadbang is building a new kind of music for mixed ensemble of trumpet, trombone, bass clarinet, and baritone voice. Stebbins says this about her piece coming up next. The creative act, like many processes, is often rife with clefts and ruptures. In Riven, I sought to weave together the seemingly muddled debris of past projects. This piece is commissioned by and dedicated to my four friends in Loadbang, they have made my musical life much richer. This is the third and final movement of Riven by Heather Stebbins, featuring the ensemble Loadbang and conductor Eduardo Leandro. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
music by Heather Stebbins, the third and final movement of her piece, Riven. That recording featured the group Loadbang, led by Eduardo Leandro, and you can listen to more of Stebbins' music at soundcloud.com slash hlstebbins. Well, finally, this hour, music for solo flute by composer Eric Barganier. Barganier is a composer, performer, uh, who works out of Montreal and New York City. This work was inspired by Shagohachi performance practice and came about through a year-long collaborative project with Robin Megsons, who performs the work in this recording. This is Fox Wedding by Eric Barganier. Thank you. 
Eric Bargainer's Fox Wedding, performed by flutist Robin Makesens. Check out more of Bargainer's music on his website. That's bargainermusic.com. This is Modern Notebook. I'm Tyler Klein, and this is the second hour of a second Modern Notebook marathon, highlighting work by artists uh, whose livelihoods have been disrupted by the COVID-19 crisis. Uh, lots of great music coming up this hour, including a work by Kamala Sankaram from her techno-noir music theater work, Looking at You, an orchestral work by Cody Meyer called Variations on a Penguin, and later on clarinetist Andy Hudson performs a work by Rosha Crean that uh, essentially processes the clarinet through a guitar effects pedal. So don't go anywhere. Music here by Korean electroacoustic composer Yehun Shin, who is currently pursuing a Bachelor of Music degree at the University of Seoul. This is his prelude for solo clarinets performed by clarinetist Sanghyun Son.
prelude for solo clarinet by composer Ye Hun Shin, performed by clarinetist Seng Yun Son. You can uh, learn more about Shin's music by searching his name on YouTube, and I've also got a link to his channel on our website. I'm Tyler Klein, and you're listening to Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9. This is another special edition of the show highlighting artists affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. I have links on our site with uh, ways that you can support the artists on tonight's show and artists in general. That's at WSMR.org. Julio Elvin Quinones is a Puerto Rican composer, conductor, and saxophonist. As an active artistic creator, he strives to write music that uh, reflects current social issues and his identity as a Puerto Rican composer. The title of this next work, Partita e Siaja, is a play on words blending the idea of a classical Baroque partita, usually based on court and folk dances, with the sica rhythm of Puerto Rican bamba. This piece was written as an homage to the spirit of my people, the composer says, their descendants, and to anyone who has suffered and lived through struggle and oppression. This is violist Katerina Shepochka uh, performing Partita e Seyaja by Julio Elvin Quinones. Thank you. 
Partita e Siaja by Julio Elvin Quinones, performed by violist Katerina Shapachka. Uh, learn more about Quinones's music by logging onto his site, juliocanonesmusic.com. This is a special marathon edition of Modern Notebook, and if you've uh, missed out on any portion of tonight's program, I will be uh, producing an on-demand streaming version of the show that you can check out this coming week online at WSMR.org. Praised as strikingly original by the New York Times and a new voice from whom we will surely be hearing more from by the LA Times, Kamala Sankaram writes highly theatrical music that defies categorization. Recent commissions include the Glimmerglass Festival, the Washington National Opera, Houston Grand Opera, Shakespeare Theater Company, and Opera on Tap, uh, among others. In this scene from her techno-noir opera, Looking at You, the main character, Dorothy, a computer professional, is scrolling back through text messages from her former lover, Ethan. This is scrolling back from Kamala Sankaram's Looking at You, featuring mezzo-soprano Rachel Calloway uh, Streisfeld, pianist Mila Henry, alto saxophonist Jeff Hudgens, uh, tenor saxophonist Ed Rosenberg, baritone saxophonist John Senton, and Samuel McCoy conducts. Stupid me. 
Scrolling back from Kamala Sankaram's techno-noir opera, Looking at You. That was mezzo-soprano Rachel calloway Streisfeld, joined by pianist Amila Henry, alto saxophonist Jeff Hudgens, uh, tenor saxophonist Ed Rosenberg, and baritone saxophonist Josh Senton. Samuel McCoy conducted, and Sankaram's newest album is on Bandcamp. And you can listen to more of her music and find out uh, where to purchase it at kamalasankaram.com. This is Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9. We are streaming at WSMR.org. Matthew Weisside is a composer based in Glasgow, where he runs The Night With, presenting contemporary classical music in informal venues. His music has been described as effective and unsettling by BBC Music Magazine and post-minimalist bold sparseness by The Herald. His quartet number five is a spectral exploration of the string quartet enhanced by using practice mutes. Throughout the piece, two of the quartet uh, members have practice mutes on and two don't, allowing different colors of the same note to fade in and fade out. This is the final movement of the three-movement work. This is the aria quartet performing the third movement from Matthew Whiteside's quartet number five.
the third movement from Matthew Whiteside's Quartet Number no. 5, performed by the Aria Quartet. Check out the album that this work is from at Whiteside's website. That's matthewwhiteside.co.uk. Coming up in just a bit, a moment from a work called Daily Rituals by Matthew Grouse uh, that features recordings of people, um, well, talking about their morning routines, basically. Also, solo viola music by Josh Henderson called Resist, and more string quartet music, this time by Alistar White. Cody Meyer is a composer and editor based out of Denton, Texas. He recently graduated from the U- University of North Texas with a bachelor's in music composition and now works as editor for TUX People's Music Publishing with fellow composer Jarrett Davenport. Variations on a Penguin is a short work in five sections, and though the name evokes a story, the work is not programmatic. The composer invites the listener to invent their own narrative as they listen. This is the University of North Texas Concert Orchestra performing Cody Meyer's Variations on a Penguin.
Cody Meyer's Variations on a Penguin, performed by the University of North Texas Concert Orchestra. Visit Meyer's website, CodyMeyerComposer.com, and check out more of his music there. I'm Tyler Klein, and you're listening to Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9. We're streaming at WSMR.org. Thanks so much for joining us for this special edition of the show, highlighting artists whose livelihoods have been disrupted by the COVID-19 pandemic in ways that you can support them directly at this time. This next piece is by composer Matthew Grouse, a composer from the UK, currently living in our house, uh, who regularly combines music for instruments and voices with electronic sound, text, video, and performative media. His work is often concerned with human frailties and reframing the seemingly mundane aspects of everyday life. Grouse says this about his piece. I started writing daily rituals at a time when I was regularly thinking about the proportion of my everyday life made up of relatively mundane, recurrent physical or social behaviors that often feel entirely automatic. The piece draws from the routines and rituals of the people around me, the impact that certain behavioral reflexes can have on conversational sincerity, and comparisons between instrumental or vocal praxis and the ordinary happenings that occur at work on transport, or when we procrastinate. This is the Hermes Experiments, performing the third movement of Matthew Grouse's daily rituals, titled, And What Do You Do After That? Okay, I usually sort of peel my eyes open and roll over, and usually, depending on the pollen count, I've got to pick up my inhaler, take a take a drawer and open up my lungs, and then I have to get up and walk my dog. She's always up for a walk. But before anything, I usually have to put something sweet, maybe a piece of chocolate into my mouth, drink some tea, coffee or porridge or toast or something like that. So when my kids first get up in the morning, generally they come charging into our room and wake up at ungodly time, like six in the morning. So we get up and then when we go downstairs, they're allowed cartoons and stuff. And my boy gets to pick what he wants before breakfast. And then usually they'll start demanding porridge, no matter what the weather is. Um, like I walk through Queen Street Station, and there you're confronted with loads and loads of busyness and loads of people, and that can be quite weird as well. You don't see a lot of people before that. And yeah, it takes me a long time to kind of figure out my day and, and who I am each day. And then, yeah, I get onto Buchanan Street, I see the big issue guy. Um, who always says, big issue, don't be shy, give it a try, I don't bite, I'm doing the best I can, and I've never bought one. I'll go for my tea, go to the staff room, have a cup of tea and a chat with ladies in the work, and then go and collect the kids again. There's a phrase that I always say, which is, oh, I can't remember what it was. Just sort of like, can we try that again, but slow up, basically. Or everything works better when you slow it down, that kind of thing. I think I've just learned different ways to paraphrase it now. But that's one thing, just telling people to slow down. I'm always in the restaurant saying hello to people and then making sure they're getting fed right and they're happy. So I'm always flicking between an email account, personal or work account, or I have to see what's happening on Twitter for no reason. I have to see it. I think most typically mindless scrolling on social media to the point where 
you're not even engaging with anything at all. It's actually just the, the stuff on the feet just flying past you. And, you know, you're not looking for anything. It's just a, an entirely learned behavior. The first thing will be to make food. My kids are waiting for me to go in the kitchen and feed them. And what do you do after that? The third movement from Matthew Grouse's Daily Rituals. That was the Hermes Experiment performing. You can learn more about Grouse and his music on his website. That's matthewgrousemusic.com. This is Modern Notebook. I'm Tyler Klein, and you're tuned to Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9. Josh Henderson is a New York City-based violinist and violist and a composer who performs all over the world and loves music from all walks of life. Resist was composed for a Lucerne Festival-sponsored contemporary movement music project designed for youth audiences as the solo showcase for the violist character. It is a short acerbic showpiece that fluctuates between intensity and comedy. This is the composer Josh Henderson performing his own piece titled Resist. Thank you. 
Josh Henderson's Resist, performed by the composer himself. And you can hear more from Henderson on his site. That's joshhendersonmusic.com. This is a special edition of Modern Notebook here on Classical WSMR. Music for clarinet and stomp box uh, by Rosha Crean coming up a little bit later in the hour. As well as music for soprano, cello, and piano by John Sturt. This next piece uh, by Alistair Borthwick, uh, a composer and musicologist who originally trained as a physicist at Imperial College London while studying composition privately with John Lambert next door at the Royal College of Music. His work In Memoriam was written for the Beijing Modern Music Festival in 2006, first performed by Xiang Zhou. Uh, it, was a, it was written in memory of Borthwick's colleague Catherine Dale at the University of Hull, whose name is encrypted in the music. This is pianist Jean-Michel Diaz performing Alistair Borthwick's In Memoriam here on Modern Notebook.
Alistair Borthwick's In Memoriam, performed by pianist Jean-Michel Diaz. You can find out more about Borthwick's works at polyphonyarts.com. You're listening to Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9, streaming at WSMR.org. I'm Tyler Klein, and tonight we're not just sharing music by living composers and performers, but also ways that you can support them at this time through various relief funds. And this includes the SOS Agency. This fund, created by the SOS Foundation, Task Force, and Invisible Hand, supports artists and activists whose work has been impacted by COVID-19. So far, they have received over 6,000 applications and have distributed $150,000 in grants to over 500 artists and activists. They say that they hope to support more applicants, but we need to raise more money. Uh, visit wearesos.com to make a donation and support artists at this time and find more relief fund info on our website, wsmr.org. Just look for the web post for tonight's show. Well, composing and creating music with a focus on the evocative and lyrical, Rosha Crean began their professional career as a bass baritone specializing in avant-garde and contemporary classical music. As a synesthete, uh, their body of work consists of projects that focus on neurological responses between sound, color, and emotional states. Hellville is a four-movement work for clarinet and stomp boxes, basically guitar effects pedals, that is inspired by Swiss artist Thomas Ott's graphic novel, Greetings from Hellville. Each of the uh, movements acts as a programmatic soundtrack to the four wordless stories featured in Ott's book. Crean creates uh, a virtuosic work of beautiful chaos reminiscent of the film soundtracks of David Lynch. This is the first movement, No Eyes for Kaldowski, from Rosha Crean's Hellville, clarinetist Andy Hudson performs.
No Eyes for Kaldowski from Russia Korean's Hellville, performed by clarinetist Andy Hudson, whose instrument, by the way, was processed through stomp boxes. You can listen to more of Korean's music at RoshaKorean.com. Their opera, The Great God Pan, is available through Navona Records, Naxos at all digital outlets, and they are currently working on an album of miniatures called A Lonely Voice in These Haunted Rooms, Songs from Quarantine, which is being recorded at the Haunted Lakeside Inn in Lakeside, Michigan. Finally on the show tonight, a work titled Birds at Winter Nightfall by John Sturt. Born in 1995 in East Sussex, John Sturt has played violin since he was six years old and has composed and sung since 2010. He has written for choirs, small ensembles, and for orchestras, and is influenced by the music of Rafe Fun Williams, Tarek O'Regan, and Elena Katz-Chernin. This is a setting of uh, the triolet of the same name by Thomas Hardy. It's uh, brought to mind swirling snowflakes in the plight of the little airborne creatures around the UK. This is John Sturt's Birds at Winter Nightfall, performed by soprano Vanessa Frampton, cellist Elian Soderman, and pianist Carolina Curry. Oh, 
Birds at Winter Nightfall by John Sturt. That was soprano Vanessa Frampton, cellist Elian Soderman, and pianist Caroline Curry performing. Uh, Sturt's music can be found on his website, johnsturtcomposer.co.uk, as well as on Spotify and SoundCloud. That is it for tonight's program, highlighting the music of living composers and performers whose work and livelihoods have been disrupted by the pandemic. Uh, Log on to WSMR.org to find out ways that you can support the folks you heard on tonight's show and for artist relief initiatives that you can donate to. Um, And I will also have this broadcast available on demand later in the week.